Hey guys, I'm Taylor. And I'm Erica. And we are your hosts for Finding the Family. Finding the Family started as a resource for families to hear about discipleship at home. We're not perfect. None of us have it together. But we know that by bringing in ministry leaders, professionals, and people of different backgrounds, you could hear stories and strategies to help you and your family find your identity in Christ. And so today we are joined with Lance and Mary Clark. Lance is a professor at Huntington University, and Mary is a licensed mental health counselor. And our topic today was who gets to influence my family. So stay tuned. And and at the end, there will be resources for you guys to hear more. Without further ado, here's Lance and Mary. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining in to Finding the Family. Uh, today, we're joined with Lance and Mary Clark. Lance, Mary, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate you guys being on here. Um, we're going to go right into it because I think this episode is going to have a lot of content. Um, and the idea behind it really is uh, there is an influence in this world, whether it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. And so in your guys' own experience, what are some of those positive or negative influences you've seen uh, on the generations that you've either raised or you're dealing with today, um, because there's, I, I believe there's an effect on someone's spirituality when it comes to an influence. So, what are some of those influences you've seen that have been maybe positive or negative um, in your lives? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think it's a great question uh, that all families, especially families that are, you know, church based, that want to mm-hmm. like you know raise their kids in a in a Christian environment and mm-hmm. and want to find that kind of like. Christian community, mm-hmm. like you have at Life Church, I think that's what every family is going. How do we, how do we raise a family with, and how do we raise kids that want to like seek Jesus? Yeah, I think that's a, a great question, and it's, I know that's something we wanted to do. We valued mm-hmm. that uh, early on, and and we actually had, um, we were married six months, and we found out that we were pregnant oh. after six oh, months. Wow. So we we were, you know, we were practicing. We just weren't <laughs> thinking that that was going to be a reality, you know? Yeah, and I so remember that. Like, first, whoa. And, 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 and we got Surprise. married pretty young. I mean, Mary was 20 when wow. we got married, and yeah. I was 22. And and we had this whole plan laid out. You know, I'm in grad school, and I'm going to go and, and go work out in L.A. for five years, and then Mary's mm. going to finish up her degree, and she's going to— and we And that all just like, okay, that just blew up. Yeah. Six wow. months into it, like, nope, I finished grad school, and then we— we were thrown into the whole parenting thing pretty early on. And yeah. from the very beginning, right, we wanted to raise a Christian family. Mm, yes. Oh, yeah. That was like our yeah. thing, too, is we were never really involved in the church. Like growing up, that oh, just we didn't right. have any influence mm. Um, mm. for Christ. Uh, we've had influences kind of scattered throughout that. But the one thing we said um, when I said I was going to marry Erica— and Mike asked us when we came back from California <laughs> to do marriage counseling with Mike here in Indiana. One time. One just time. It was, yep. With my father-in-law <laughs> sitting in there. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of just, we had no choice. Um, so in our little marriage counseling uh-huh. session, you know, Mike was like, are you guys going to church? And we were like, no, but we want to. Hmm. Um, it was always that like foundational piece of we mm-hmm. wanted to have it, but there was nothing influencing us to want to be there. But we knew like, no, if we're getting married, 
we want our family to be rooted in Christ. We didn't know what that looked like. Um, but there was influences yeah. all around us speaking mm-hmm. all of the other things. Yeah. Uh, and Lance, you're a, you're a professor at HU. Mm-hmm. How long have you actually been there? 30 years. 30 wow. years. Okay. Yeah. Don't say wow. Yeah. That, but, <laughs> He's no, like, Erica, we talked about Erica, I'm seasoned. <laughs> and that's I'm a mature. Thing. Oh, <laughs> you're just old. <laughs> a very kind way. Uh, and then, oh, Mary, so, you're yeah. uh, a licensed mental health counselor yes. now, right? Yes. Congratulations yep. on that. Thank was you. very recent. You passed all of your exams. Oh, and wow. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It took okay, me cool. seven years, but I finally, oh, wow. finally yeah. did it. Yeah. So, and so, too. and you've, you've been doing that process for seven years now, mm-hmm. and now you have your own practice, is I it? I do. And so, yep. um, yep. so you see, you see different patients with mm-hmm. various different mm-hmm. things happening in life, uh, in the mental health field. I know that's yep. like a big voice in today's world. And then Lance, mm-hmm. I found this actually really interesting the more I was thinking about your role, you've seen 18 to 22-year-olds for 30 years mm. go through. Mm-hmm. So as I was thinking about this question, I actually want to read something. Um, but I was just, I was kind of dumbfounded to really think like, I'm sure in 30 years there's been a mm-hmm. shift in what you see influenced at, at, at HU or just in the lives of, of 18 to 22-year-olds uh, versus today, um, whether it's good or bad. But I wanted to read this. Um, I found this as we were kind of looking into it. It says, in general, uh, the term world in the Bible refers to the evil system controlled by Satan that leads us away from worship of God. And then it was a quote from John Calvin. It said, the human heart is an idol factory. We can make idols out of anything. Any passionate desire of our hearts that is not put there by God for his glory can become an idol. Loving the world is idolatry. So while we are commanded to love the people of the world, we are to be wary of anything that competes with God for our highest affections. Mm. And so as we're talking about, you know, this whole idea of who can influence our family, uh, I think the natural inclination, the nature of sin, you know, destroys a lot of this, Mm. you know, intention to want to be influenced for good, yet there's so much dragging us back. And so for you, Lance, 18 to 22-year-olds for 30 years, what were some of those good influences you saw? Yeah, uh, 30 years of, of working with uh, what I call this uh, moratorium stage. It's kind of like if you're, to go, you're 18, you graduate, and mm-hmm. you go to this four-year, eight-semester bubble, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. and, and it's instead of going to the military or going to other areas of moratoriums, college is a moratorium. Yeah. And Huntington is a Christian college, and um, I definitely have seen um, students— uh, the, that age group has shifted through the different generations mm-hmm. and just yeah. their, from attention span to their understanding of the Bible yeah. has shifted from, I think we saw kids 30 years ago that it actually, hey, they've actually read the Bible or read parts of the Bible or or knew, very, you know, they grew up going to Sunday school mm-hmm. or grew up with with more Christian influences in their life today. Yeah. Um, they're still obviously Christian kids that go to Huntington and the Taylors and all the Christian colleges, but I would, I'm, I'm, I've seen a real shift and just a lack of really understanding the scriptures mm-hmm. or even, wow. or even the scriptures being like the book of God, you know, yeah. it's, it's one of maybe many oh, other options for yeah. people to read about. And, yeah. um, so that, that's been a shift. I mean, I think good, good influences. Is that what your question was? What are some good influences on the Yeah. Group? I mean, or, well, we're going to talk about both. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Good, what are some good influences that, that I've seen shift over the time? I mean, I think, uh, 
I think um, early on, more and more students came from maybe uh, more intact families mm. um, that were, you know, raised uh, in the church. And that, that clearly has shifted over the years. Yeah. Um, um, Social economical changes have happened mm-hmm. with the students that are that are coming to Huntington. I think, um, you know, I teach in the arts area, you know, film and TV and all that. So I do get a student that's that's very serious about they're they're choosing to come to Huntington mm-hmm. because of the, this, the nichiness of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of fun because I, I really do view my role as kind of a missionary to these kids mm-hmm. um, in a way that to, to just mentor and and in some ways to be a, a father figure. Oh, to yeah. some of them, I'm never going to be dad. I don't want to be dad, but I want to be that that positive influence Someone they on can their trust. lives. Some of they can yeah. trust. Do you have and, a lot yeah. of people reach out to you on that level? Yeah, I, every year I'll, I'll have some students that really want to be mentored, wow. and, That's and, awesome. and they maybe don't have that relationship with a father or earthly father. Mm. Um, and I can, I'm, again, I'm never going to be dad. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that, but I want to. I, I assume maybe that role of just like giving advice if they ask for it or. Yeah. Or challenge them about the scriptures and challenge them about quiet times and yeah. um, and, and pushing into yeah. to the Lord, you know. And I've been fortunate to lead people to Christ, uh, you know, Hallelujah. over the years and stuff. And when the timing's right, to ask them about right. their relationship. And yeah. so well, that's huge. God, like you know, trust. And, I've, and yeah. I've actually had parents, but I, this is interesting too. I've actually had parents over the years come up to me. Sometimes it's at graduation. Sometimes it's uh, at an event. You know, we do uh, showcases of our student media and they'll come up and pull me aside. Hey, thank you so much wow. for speaking to my kid because, you know, they won't listen to me. <laughs> wow. But yeah. somehow, yeah. you know, they'll listen to you. Yeah. And I kind of know that role that I can say the exact same thing, mm-hmm. but they'll listen to me. That's and awesome. push into that, and, you know. Yeah, it's so like you've taken that, you know, position to be like, I'm going to be someone they can trust in, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm going to be the one to help point them mm-hmm. to Jesus and not just yeah. me. And like, so you've you've looked yeah. around you and said like, why wait for other things to change around me when I can mm-hmm. just be part of that solution? Mm-hmm. So he is the positive influence. Yeah, <laughs> you. I, I want to be that influence. I think it's more Pollyannic today. There's so many. You know, different worldviews pushing yeah. on our uh, th- that age group. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, on, yeah. on a whole array of social issues, you know, and, and, you know, I'm sure at some point we'll talk about social media and the, the evil influence of social media, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I yeah. say that quote unquote, it's true. I mean, I think it can so be evil. True. That was a question um, actually, because yeah. I'm, I'm interested. We can't How? get into that yeah. one yet. But, but when, yeah. when you're ready, uh, <laughs> we, we can dive into that. But I mean, th- there's more probably competition, yeah. um, now for, oh. uh, my voice to speak into their lives mm-hmm. yes. than there was, you know, even 10 years ago. Oh, for sure. We talked about like, even yeah. like we, we used the term pre-COVID, like it was like a pre-BC <laughs> mm-hmm. or historic thing, mm-hmm. but like pre-COVID even, like there was some some shift. Uh, and I think a lot of it mm-hmm. was, you know, the the vastness of social media and technology and communication. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really just kind of set a different standard. But, you know, I think it's, I went to mm-hmm. HU as like, I know I was like the old man there on campus, <laughs> 30 years old, sitting in class with my Crocs on, listening, you know, mm-hmm. with 18 year old kids. That but I you saw. were the adult in the room. You could well, have curious conversations <laughs> with the Yeah, and, but it was cool. Like I actually, being there, I, I think there's a stigma. When you say Huntington University, you assume that every person is a Christian or a, hmm. a firm believer. Yeah. Just like when you talk about church, you assume, mm-hmm. that, you assume that everyone in a congregation is a saved Christian. Like, no, we're a hospital too. No, like we're not a country. Club. Oh yeah. Like yeah. we we want the sick to come in, and we want to be the mm-hmm. people who can teach them about Christ. But like when you go to Huntington University, I've heard some stories. Just sitting, <laughs> I had lunch. It wasn't always by myself, but I would have like some of the students from class. I still keep in touch <laughs> with today. Um, you hear some of their stories, and you're like, 
Oof. And some mm-hmm. of their mm-hmm. background isn't necessarily, there's unchurched mm-hmm. backgrounds, but there's like church hurt backgrounds now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in that 30 years, I think that we've talked no, we, about, it's we, like, it's, there's people who went through the system of church and have had kids and mm-hmm. now the kids don't want anything to do with it. But the parents' faith might have been strong in the beginning. And mm-hmm. and so I think the message is that we've allowed culture to change even the church, which should not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought it was really cool to yeah. bring up and important to know, like, mm-hmm. no, we're in a broken world, in a fallen world, and people need to hear mm-hmm. Jesus. And you never know where it's going to come. So don't just assume. I stopped that, assuming. Right. Yeah. I, I think early on I assumed everybody in my classroom, they're Christians, and they grew up going to right. Sunday school, yep. and they're from intact families, yeah. and this is like the 1980s version yeah. of family. And, it's just a perfect world. Uh, it's a Christian university. Yeah, that, that's not the way it is, and, and that has shifted, and, and now I, I don't assume that at all. Mm. I mean, sometimes the kids that come from the very conservative Christian homes mm-hmm. are the ones that I know I probably need to reach out to the most. Mm. Yeah. You know, maybe there there's some— resistance to that or oh, they haven't sure. come to terms with their own walk and everything. Yeah. Wow. Mary, what about you? So in the world of mental health, um, mm-hmm. I've done <laughs> some of it myself getting out of the military, Good for you. Um, going through the VA system. Uh, mm-hmm. They actually, they were the ones who were like, you should probably <laughs> talk to people. I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Uh, and then I learned some really cool like mm-hmm. life skills. They're actually up in my office. I have some on the board and I did a packet through, um, I think it was called CPT. Uh, mm. I forget what. Yeah, something. CBT. That might be right. Mm. I forget what it was called. But I went through like a 12-week program, and I was really kind of reluctant at first because um, I was like, no, I trust Jesus and Jesus alone. And while that's still true, yeah. I never realized like the benefit of just understanding kind of who I was yeah. uh, and how life has affected me, mm-hmm. um, especially a military background. Mm-hmm. So I was mm. as I was thinking about, you know, having mm-hmm. you on here as well, I'm like, man. I know, and obviously we're not talking about specific stories here, but I know you've heard probably mm-hmm. some some people who have had some positive and negative influences uh, as you, you know, you're mm-hmm. not bringing faith into the counseling per se, mm-hmm. but yet you, you know, at some point you, yeah. you are. Like you're praying for them and you're thinking Absolutely. through it. Like, <laughs> so you can hear sometimes that spiritual need that people have. Mm-hmm. So what are some of those influences you've heard kind of like mm-hmm. people saying throughout your time in, in mental health? Gosh, I mean, well, I think... I mean, first of all, I just want to say that, like, um, like if we're talking about like family and just yeah. like out night, like not my mental health, but just like from a mom and yeah. from that, right. you know, you guys, like, uh, honestly, you guys, parenting today is so much harder than what we had it. Really? Oh, because see, I've the, always been told it, the opposite. No way. Is it? Would you say because of the like expectations or what is? surrounding us. I think it's because of, I know we shouldn't say it, but because of social media. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and technology, no, I know we're it's like ding, there. ding, ding. Yeah, technology is you guys, I, I do not covet you. I mean, honestly, and they, and research has proven like, wow, they've pulled parents and they're like, oh no, it's so much harder today. Wow. So, yeah. you know, we can talk yeah. as seasoned and we just want to also say, you guys have it very hard. And we didn't mm-hmm. know that our kids did not grow up with that. Yeah. yeah. Our kids and, didn't grow up with us battling, we have a cell phone that could be our best friend. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. we could be distracted by that. We didn't have that. We yeah. did not have that. Yeah. Nor did we have the opportunity to just hand them a screen, like, okay, be quiet. Here's a, we did it. Here's right. a screen. We did not have that. We're out to dinner Guilty. and our kids being, you know, rowdy. Oh, here's a screen. We didn't you know? have yeah. it. We did, yeah. Like, no, it was not give an me option. a five minute break. Go watch a show. Yeah. And, yeah. and as beneficial and, of a tool as like you might hear, like it's also one of the most corrupt tools. It's all really how you use it. And what you're allowing to be used for. Yeah. But like we were kind of talking about, even if you think your 
filtering it and monitoring mm-hmm. it, there's still things in there mm. that oh. it's it's a kid's show, but but it's not. What's really, the worldview? What's the right. yeah, the, what's the message? Yeah, what's yeah. the background? We, we've right. we've so, limited some of those things even for our kids. Yeah, uh, and it's like kudos. Like, Good but job. it's so hard because Try. it's so invasive. <laughs> yeah, there'll be times we're watching literally like children's educational videos, Gosh. and because of whatever algorithm YouTube or YouTube mm-hmm. Kids would have, it's really mostly just if it's on TV on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I said the YouTube, so I sound like I'm an old person. The YouTube. The YouTube. Are you on the YouTube? Yeah, on the YouTube. <laughs> Forgot to YouTube. mention if you're, you know, if you're listening, we have Charlie with us today. I was Charlie. Say, how do we forget Char- to Charlie, Charlie, come on. Charlie. Goodest boy of a dog. He's Charlie the therapy the dog. Yeah. He's actually a certified a, therapy dog. I love it. He's so being cool. so good here. He's just oh, hanging out with us. I told Nick to get him a lapel mic so we could have oh my him gosh. interact with us. But, he actually can. Um, no, like I think, you know, like you're saying, so if parenting is hard today compared mm-hmm. to what it was, I think that's crazy to hear. Because mm-hmm. I think, and mm-hmm. I've heard this said before, my generation that's gone before me yeah. and even before them, like back in my day, you don't know what it was like being raised and, and whooped mm-hmm. in the house. And, you know, my parents spanked me and beat me. And mm-hmm. well— like parenting styles have we've learned from them and we mm-hmm. and it's evolving still. Mm-hmm. Like I think we forget that like there are a lot of things mm-hmm. uh that are invading our parenting styles today and just our home life and our, mm-hmm. our normal, right? Like our kids, our families, our friends are sponges. Um and we, we're really mm-hmm. apt to take in so much information. Like that's what mm-hmm. we're like. I say that young adult generation right now, they are they want to learn and know whatever it is. They want to know so many things. Well, like we're watching YouTube with our kids and it's a ABC song or mm-hmm. a Jesus loves me song. And then a dirty rap song will be, it, it's not even an ad. It's an entire song. And it's, yeah. and it's, and some of the algorithm puts it in there, right? Yes. It's like, why? Satan. Satan. No, right. No, yeah. He's to the living room now. Yeah. And I'm like, what the yeah, heck? You know, we'll just, change, we'll just it, turn it, it off. It is, yep. it is a part of the plane. I hear, and you bring up a great, point about when I love to hear you say you watch with your mm. you're actively participating in the consumption of whatever media yeah. you have yeah. and but here's a thought that um that that's kind of interesting a hundred years ago nothing entered the house except what was mm. brought in through the threshold of the front door right <laughs> yeah like a hundred years 150 whatever convicting? No, <laughs> that's, now yeah, today that's and so everything and yeah. nothing came into your house yeah to your, or had access to your children except what you as yeah. parents decided. Yeah. That that is so 100% opposite now. I yeah. mean, yeah. think of every possible out thing now that comes into our house well, through. And with that, you through, didn't even know what was through, happening next door sometimes. You mm-hmm. didn't know what was happening right. in another state. Because mm-hmm. right. you were just like, this is what's happening in your my Your world home. was your county and your city. Yeah. And, and your, so there's and good and bad in both of it, you're, right? You're like, right? There's and, good but, in knowing some of the things happening mm-hmm. in the other parts of the world. And there's great... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, there's a lot of goodness behind having the ability mm-hmm. to communicate across the country. Sure. Uh, and there's a lot of benefit to it. But again, like like you mentioned, like what are you allowing within that threshold mm-hmm. of your home? Because as a man and as a wife, I know like mm-hmm. we talked about this before. Like as a man, I'm, I'm spiritually in charge of my home. Like I'm to be the one who's making sure my family is learning to desire a relationship with Jesus and to learn how to worship and pray and to live a life mm-hmm. um, that's more Christ-like. But my wife is actually the one who's home all day as the mm-hmm. homemaker, like the Titus II model mm-hmm. of a woman. Mm-hmm. And she's spending time more so with our kids. And mm-hmm. and so you talk more about like, what's that like? Because I know I come home and I'm like, 
if nobody's in the room and the TV's still on, I'm like, what the heck are they watching? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she's like, no, we weren't in here. We've been, you know, playing toys yeah. in the back room, but... Like yeah, and it you. just kind of gets left on. Well, I still kind of go back to like the social media thing because I also have to consider not just the influence it has on the kids, but on me, like mm -hmm. when I'm on social media, right? Mm -hmm. So I allow that to become a distraction sometimes, mm -hmm. you sure. know? And so you, like you mentioned before that didn't exist. So mm -hmm. you take away that intentionality with your kids, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. it just, I don't know. It just kind of makes me think like to be, needing to be more intentional because they mm -hmm. are seeing everything I do. And I don't want my kids, I don't want to be sitting with them and they're playing, but I'm, you know, down here on my phone distracted. You're in so, another world. Right. Literally. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And especially like you said, like they're, mm -hmm. they're three in one and they mm -hmm. see and hear everything. Oh, they're sponges. They, they, they are. They, they, yeah. They, they are seeing yeah. everything. They're yeah. smart, so, so smart. So like while being <laughs> yeah. a mom, is the greatest thing in the world. I also have to mm. kind of view it as a job because I yeah, still sure is. To, it is. It More is. Hardest yes. job ever. It, yeah. I yes, it is. It. The best and worst it's unpaid the best position. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, um, you know, you almost have to view it that way and mm -hmm. be like, okay, like, what do I need to do tomorrow to set up our day to be intentional with them and to, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of yeah. like mm -hmm. to lead the day. Thank you guys for joining us on today's episode with Lance and Mary Clark. Uh, we will be having a part two, so we'll be coming back next week to finish the conversation with them. So make sure to join us then. Thank you again for joining us and we look forward to seeing you then.